Come now, my darling. Let's step back in time with me for a spell. Back to when the wild things, they were not for sale. And what was sacred had not yet been forgotten before our minds became clouded and filled with the rocks. There was one, at least one in each and every clan. Hi everybody, I am Lady Stars of Fire and you are listening to Otherland Dreams. I am here with Hill Hippie. Say hi, Hill Hippie. Hi, Hill Hippie. He listens so well. <laughs> no, not really. Not at all. In fact, <laughs> only time he does is when I tell him to say hi and usually he's got some smart ass comic to go right along with it. Yeah, I'm not feeling the greatest, so it, I had to go with the, the very generic repeat. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> when you when you first put the screen on and, and all, everything came on, I was sitting here picking. <laughs> okay, I recently dyed my hair green, and I'm like, I see green hair in the mic. <laughs> and I was like, why? <laughs> I was trying to pull it out, so I didn't know I even had done that. But anyway. <laughs> see? Green hair. <laughs> it matches the chroma key screen so well. Yeah, I know. We didn't think about that when we went to do the show or i didn't think about that you didn't have nothing to do with it i was gonna say <laughs> i don't care i like my green hair hey you do you i am it just makes my life a pain in the butt when it comes to getting the chroma key dialed in but i look like rogue <laughs> How so? when you're starting to do it and you had all the other things up there going through the different uh, uh shows and their backgrounds as you were fixing ours and I, not in that one, but in several of them, it was like I had white and black, like lightning hair. I was like, look, I look like Rogue. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. And amusing to me. It doesn't matter about anybody else. <laughs> Rogue's got a white streak. Yes, I know, but it, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, <clears throat> tonight we are going to be discussing um, animal medicine of the ox and the bull. Now, I know technically, really, they're not exactly one in the same, but they kind of come in the same medicine. The ox and the what? The bull. <sighs> There's different, what I'm saying is, is people I, also want to relate the bull sometimes to the bison and different things. Yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah, is yeah, you yeah, come yeah, in yeah, yeah. a little bit straying. Remember when I was setting up and I asked you, I said, we're covering ox and boar, right? And you said, yeah. I said, that's a weird combination. Oh, I, I, I thought... No, well, I heard you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would explain why you said that. I just heard you wrong. <laughs> He's like, damn you. <laughs> well, I apologize. I'm sorry. Ha <laughs> ha. Didn't mean it. <laughs> I thought that I was really clear, but apparently I really wasn't. So anyway, anyway, <laughs> we're talking about the ox and the bull, symbolism and meaning. If you're in need of help, of stability, determination, and sheer epic strength, you might want to call on the bull or the ox. Spirit is also saying, definitely with courage and tranquility, finding one in the same same time. That the bull is definitely, or the ox is definitely one that would be helpful for you. And it's also, I'm stealing most of this information other than what I already know personally and 
what's coming out of my mouth, I don't know what's going to come out of his, but um, is coming from the uh, website. What is the website? It's My Spirit Guide. Um, so you might want to look that up. You can always find that information that I'm going over and whatever I don't finish, you can find on that website. Um, but what, what the energy, the energy of patience to work with the spirit at, to work with your spirit at all times is comes, comes to you with the bull or the ox energy as the spirit totem, the power animal can help you. The bull or the ox teaches you how to bear hard burdens with grace and poise. Delve deeply into the bull or the ox symbolism and meaning to find out how the animal spirit guide can support, assist, and inspire you. Throughout the world, the symbolism and mythology and folklore of the meaning of the ox is tied to, is tied to that of the bull, both representing the male aspects leadership roles at home in the public and renewal of the power the ox sorry ox were sometimes were ox were some of the first creatures mankind domesticated to help with their chores beyond beyond having a strong back ox could be a food source giving the additional symbolism of a provider the ox is fiercely disposition. The ox has a fiercely disposition, which makes the ox a strong role model, but sometimes a little too bullheaded, literally. Some cultures, however, tie the bull to the moon and worship ties the ties the bull to moon worship because of this spiritual animal's guide crescent shaped horns. Sorry, my tongue was getting tongue-tied there. This gives the ox the ability to bridge between two worlds, the sun and the moon, and the intuition and reason. Nonetheless, the ox has a very stubborn, fierce side and requires taming and guidance. This is also why when I'm doing astrology a lot, I say for Taurus that you could be bullheaded because this would be the energy that I'm talking about because it definitely fits in that for astrology because they would be the bull, Taurus would. Unfortunately, the unfortunately ox offerings were not uncommon in the ancient world. People, including the Druids, believed that there that these creatures, vital essence, gave fertility to the earth itself. Sadly, oxen were also sacrificed to ocean gods like Poseidon and to Thor. Among the most noted of Greek stories of Greek stories is that of the ox and the mono. M-I-N-O? Mino? Mino. Say that again? It was Greek stories of the ox and the mino. M-I-N-O? Minos? Yeah. Okay, I just have never heard of them. Minos um, prayed for the ox that could prayed for the ox that could offer to Poseidon. He prayed his prayers were answered by a glorious white creature that came from the sea. Minos greet great greeted 
greedily. 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 Thank you. I could not. I knew what I was trying to say. It just wasn't coming out. Wanted to keep the rare name, so he gave the rare animal. So he gave. Sorry, he gave the rare animal Poseidon a plan. A plain ox, which did not bode well either. Soon thereafter, Poseidon punished Crete for Minos' selfishness. In the respect of the ox warns us against bragging and making false promises. Now, before I get into the next thing, getting into that also, see when me, for me as a, when I, when, as a medium, when, when the ox also comes up, this also speaks to me because they were also speaking in this last little bit about um, the ox energy also somewhat of being that with the fertility and with the earth itself. For me, when ox comes up as a medium, it also is reminding me of the alpha. And the way I look at it when it's given to me often is that's relating to the earth. That's relating to the oneness. That's relating to the source energy. So, I mean, to each their own. Like I said, I always tell you all when we do these shows that, you know, you can read many different websites and get the different information that they give you, but that does not mean that that's necessarily what your symbolism symbolism will mean or that that's what that spirit guide is trying to speak to you about. And as you come into yourself and your own guides and or meditation and so forth, you'll start to learn different things. Like I said, for me, when the ox pops up, I know that we're talking about the alpha and we're talking about more of source energy. Look to the bigger picture. And... That's just one of my own special things that, you know, runs with me when I do my work. But I'm, I'm giving you ideas of understanding the different ways that spirit may come and communicate with you. Now, let me get back to where I was on, on the stuff I was reading. When ox or bull comes to you as a spirit animal, you receive the lessons of the value of this steady, dependable work ethic. Ox spirit is patient, but also tenactuous. Is that, did I say it right? Tenactuous. Tenactuous? T-E-N-A-C-I-O-U-S. I don't know. Tenacious. Tenacious. See, I knew I was wrong. It will, it will not give up until you learn what you must. It will not give up until you learn what you most need by being modest persistent and def- defending your territory with threatened when being threatened undesigned undesired energies by undesired energies damn i cannot talk <laughs> we've established this i know but some days are worse than others <laughs> i was like i'm asking i can't get to understand me <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Can you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Ain't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. (laughs) Thanks for continuing to listen. (laughs) I do appreciate it. All right. As a spirit animal puts on a firm footing, when you find yourself struggling with authority and and taking directions, the ox shows you how to accept the situation and to still complete the task. In working with the ox energy, you may find yourself drawn to volunteer work and it's a great way to change 
the attitude. <clears throat> it teaches you that the grass is not always greener on the other side. You also receive the appreciation from doing the hard work. And see, this is part of what I was saying for me specifically. When they give me ox, I look at it as the alpha. I'm looking at it as the source energy coming at me going, you need to look at the bigger picture. You need to see the bigger understanding here. More or less, stop being a simpleton and, you know, rise up above. At least that's what I take from that. Like I said, that's just me adding my two cents in. Sometimes when the spirit... Sometimes when a spirit feels weak, like maybe their own inner battery isn't strong enough, the ox shows up to tell us when we are, the ox shows up to tell them that they are made of tougher stuff than what they believe, more or less. If the spirit animal's meditation bull, bull's big eyes rare, at you. Don't be afraid. Take a close look. See beyond the massiveness frame and those giant horns. Look at the gentleness behind what you first observe and the physical powerhouse of what it is. Take this great lesson and let it teach you more about the earth and the gentleness from within. But when you... But when you need him, the ox will be there to move those mountains. This is exactly what I was talking about. Again, that's the way it comes for me in general. Finally, the ox or the bull spirit animal teaches teamwork. You need not walk the path alone. Find some help to help you through. The ox, as a, the ox or bull as a totem animal is a rugged symbol of strength and of sacrifice. When faced with hard tasks, the ox provides endurance. Bear in mind, however, the ox's energy will not allow procrastination. Do not call on the creature if you are going to make him wait. <laughs> I'm sorry, because um, the very first time, <laughs> the very first time that uh, I had the ox come to me, I wasn't even in a meditation. I was like going to sleep, but apparently I was procrastinating on things that I was doing. And I literally got plowed down by him. He, it's like he came in and just picked me up and threw me across the room. Like, and... Not even threw me across the room. It was like I was being trampled and ran over by him and several of them at the same time. That was the first time I ever got the ox. So I learned real quick, even without knowing I was disrespecting him, don't. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing at this because I'm remembering, you know, what happened to me. <laughs> the ox or the bull totem also supports learning. Joint efforts, and creating stable environments. The ox and the bull, ox or bull people have a laid back temperament. It takes a good deal to make them angry. However, the bull reaches that boiling point. I'm sorry, I got lost for a minute. However, the bull reaches that boiling point, and when it does, it's best to stay out of its way, if at all possible. The storm blows over quickly, 
but quite the same, the storm will blow you down. This is pretty much what I was talking about the first time that they came to me. They were coming to me to tell me I was fucking up. <laughs> Oftentimes, the totem animal is already assigned to us at birth. <clears throat> As in the case of the zodiac signs, the bull or the ox appears in several different zodiac systems. You can learn all about them by understanding astrology. And the different forms, because there's not just, you know, astrology that we use here in the United States. You know, there's Egyptian astrology and all kinds of spirit. I mean, they use the spirit animals. What is it in the Native American, even mm -hmm. Celtic and all of that. So you can find it will show up in many different ways. And you may find that you are a bull in that case. The ox or the bull is excellent, is an excellent power animal for men or anyone wishing to better understand the yang energy. As a leader of the pack, ox lets, ox lets no harm come to the herd, Practi practically, practically or any children. Sorry, there you go getting tongue-tied again. This connects it to the male energy in general. This would be that yin and yang. It definitely holds the male energy. And this is also why I said for me it's alpha. It comes in with the masculine energy. And it pulls in that manly personality. But from an animal's standpoint. It's going to protect the herd, protect the home, protect the family. It is a protector. By ramming you with its head at 30 miles an hour. Hey, let me just tell you, sometimes your spirit guides will knock the shit right out of you to teach you a lesson. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it happens sometimes. They, they might love you, but they're also part of you in, in a form. And if you need your ass whipped, they have no problem doing it. <laughs> A special caution before invoking the bull or the ox as a power animal. The amount of humans, the amount of humans who have actually stood in the presence of a full-grown ox or bull is fairly limited. When you call on the bull to be by your side and to support your spirit, and it's going to ask you more or less to obey it. <laughs> and you need to understand that. <laughs> you need to understand exactly what you are calling on. But this means the bull shows up as the power to bring you glory. He will also hold back from that glory if it's not ready to be taught or learned. Be certain you are ready to step into the step into and join this kind of power. <laughs> it is no joke at the end, and it can be very scary when you are being rammed, like I said, by a bull. <laughs> the ox and the bull represents wealth, um, bravery, and overall power among Native Americans. Practically. On the earth plane itself, ox medicine focuses on personal power and the ability to muster strength <clears throat> to finish the task and to finish your finish it and stand tall with your convictions. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, colloquially, colloquially, I can't get that word out. 
That's I'm sorry. I love it when he can't talk. <laughs> Colloquially, there's, uh, the ox is considered to be a symbol of fortitude and strength. As well, the draft animal also serves as a symbol of stupidity. <clears throat> but that would make complete sense because that has to do with that stubbornness. That has to do with that masculine energy. And when I say masculine, I do not mean a man. I mean masculine energy, when I view it as energy, is passion, action, aggression. And that is masculine energy, where feminine energy is more creative, more uh, emotional, more lunar, you know, into the depths of self, where masculine is more right now on the go. Let's figure it out. We're going to do, do, do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it can also be stupidity because when I speak, when I do astrology and I'm speaking to people all the time and I'm like, we're talking about the bull energy. I'm like, you can be bullheaded for all of the right reasons and you could be bullheaded for all of the wrong. So you can completely have it stuck in your head even if you know it's wrong and ain't nothing and nobody going to change your mind and you're going to just screw this shit all up, but that's what you have intended and that's the way it's going to go down. And that would be where it's coming out is, you know, ignorant and stupidity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just remember the, uh, the old saying, you're, you're as strong as an ox and almost as smart. <laughs> See, that all depends on where you take that energy and what you're feeding it. Like I say too many things. <laughs> okay. Um, and also box, the box. Uh, the, the ox and the bull also represents, represents, damn, fertility in many of the different ideas over all of the different, not realms, all of the different cultures. Mm -hmm. You see, fertility is part of it. It represents the fertility when couples wish to come together. The ox, the ox is a potential assistance in this area. It can bear in mind how bear in mind, however, the ox spirit is very oh, I don't even know that word. Pragmatic. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was making sure I was saying it right. It's instant it it ins insists you it, I N S I S T S. Insists. Insists. It's just, it doesn't look right to me. <laughs> it insists you look at what you have made. It, it insists that you look at what you have made. Lemonade out of lemons, you may want to be buying more. Plain and simple. It's saying pay attention to what you're creating, but we've got the power to create whatever you want, more or less, in this sense, in this idea. Now, the uh, in the Celtic's view, the auction, oxen, Spot speaks of fertility. It speaks of enduring physical productivity. When the clan was in trouble, the ox or the bull came as symbolic protectors and could improve group wealth and land. Throughout the Celtic region, the bull was seen as sun energy. Druids used, Druids used white oxen as part of the ritual gathering the sacred 
mistletoe growing in the oak groves. Beside being a magical herb, the mistletoe was brought a potent cure of barrenness. Oh, what did I just say? Um, the white oxen were the sacrifice, sacrificial element in the ritual offered to the god with the request of the blessings from the mistletoe. Oxen, the ox or bull in your dreams represents wealth, potency, bravery, and overall power among Native Americans, particularly on the earth plane. Ox medicine focuses on personal power and the ability to muster the strength again for your own convictions so that you can move forward. Hold on one second. The ox, it just seemed like I lost my place for a minute. The ox and the bull spirit tie, spirits tie closely to earth energy. It also represents, yeah. Hold on. I've gone the wrong way. <laughs> I don't know what I've lost. I, I think I, I sent it twice to you or something. Anyway, let me come straight down to this and uh, we'll get into some of these symbolisms because how much time do we have left? Uh, we're at the 25 minute mark. Ooh, we have a lot more left. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I have a lot of astrology, so we might have to dip into that a little bit. We were thrown off a little bit this week. Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. But um, the ox or the symbolisms that go with the ox is strength, stamina, fertility, fertility, level headedness, calm, rage, sensitivity, uh, generousness, and loyalty. Is there anything else I have here? Other than, like I said, you can go back and, and the website, I was wrong. It's whatismyspiritguide.com. So um, far eastern ox, far eastern ox or bull symbolic meanings also. That just sounds weird to me. The year of the ox is an excellent year of moving ahead with big dreams and plans. Steady movement will get you where you want to be. The year of the ox. This, I think, is Chinese. I'm not sure. Just the way that it's saying. The year of the ox. Like I said, somehow my stuff got all twisted up and I didn't realize it until just now. I do apologize. The year of the ox supports the energies and the stamina of being bullheaded, but in the positive and productive manner. Yeah, and then it's going back to astrology. Yeah, somewhere I screwed up. I do apologize. But that's pretty, yeah, I lost the rest of it. I do apologize. But like I said, I mean, for me personally, I relate the ox when I'm dealing with people, for one, you know, with the Taurus energy. But then, depending on where you're from, you might want to look at it in different forms. But I, I, whether it's astrology and I relate it to Taurus energy or it's just the bull in general or the ox, you know, it depends on what you're receiving. It depends on how you're receiving it, what that information is. And like they said right here, if it shows up in front of you, don't be scared. Look past the big giant horns. Look past the big giant scary side of it and start reading the truth. I'm starting to realize and tell people all the time. 
you have to read the truth. You can't just read the idea of the truth coming at you. Then you'll misunderstand the interpretation altogether. So you have to look at what the truth, true meaning are, is and what it's trying to say by its actions and what it actually has going on in the way that it's brought to you, whether it's a dream or not. Because like I said, I was half asleep when I got plowed down and apparently that was just my higher self sending me the message of, yo, you are fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> so it was time to get back on the right track. So like I said, I mean... It can, any spirit guide can come in and just mess you all up, but at the same time, they're there to help you, guide you in your ways of helping you figure out the best things in your life, even if they got to whip your ass a little bit. <laughs> Are you pretty much ready? You need me to just jump into astrology? No, I can get this. Okie dokie. <clears throat> like I said, I do apologize. I don't know where I screwed up somewhere there, but... Thank you for dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as of the first, this is the latest update from uh, solarham.com or .net, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, geomagnetic storming conditions continue and to persist as the corona hole stream continues to move past Earth at 600 kilometers per second. A visible aurora has uh, was reported across many locations from the northern tier uh, of the lower United States, Canada, and Alaska. The uh, KP indices, as of the past three days, have hit as high as six, which means that's a pretty significant amount of uh, geomagnetic storming that's been going on. Yeah. It allows the auroras to get, like they said, down here to the uh, United States. They get into the level of uh, seven and eight. You might start seeing them here in Virginia, where we're based out of. Yeah, and that's flipping amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of battering from the sun that's coming yeah, our way. Definitely. That definitely is putting a lot of energy out there, too, because we've been feeling it. A lot of sensitives have been feeling it with all the additional just funky shifting that's been going on. Is there anything else on there? No, I'm just, sure I didn't interrupt. Oh, no, you're fine. Uh, we are beginning to uh, exit the fast-moving stream, but the uh, class that we got was a GU2 class storm. Yeah, I can understand that. Because definitely, I, I when I tell people, usually I don't even, when people start asking questions, I'm like, unless it's pretty much a G2, I'm like, I'm not really too worried about all the little funky, funky do stuff that you start noticing on the whole spiritual level. I mean, you might feel pieces of it the more sensitive you are, but once you're getting up higher into those, yeah, you might definitely notice stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Are we at, is that all you got? That's at the all moment? I got. That's all good, sweetie. All right. This is for, I do apologize, smacking the table. For this week in astrology, I don't know if you watch the weekly, weekly healing messages or not, what I have on the YouTube channel. I place a lot of it on Facebook. But what Spirit was giving me this week from, well, we'll just say from now, from here, is, is from uh, September 3rd to the 9th, for the most part, as we begin this month. I'm just really talking about this week, but it's kind of the energy strolling over across the whole month when we look at astrology. Spirit gave me, and I am using Spirit in this case, because it was a big portion of the energies you might be feeling as things are shifting and changing. Uh, Spirit was telling me this week is kind of like the flat line 
like if you were in the hospital and you flatlined, what they do at that point is they shock the heart back into beating in a proper pattern. Well, this week is somewhat like, let's just start over. Let's reshock the heart back into having some fire, having some soulfulness. And we're giving it to you in a new aspect. We're getting a new dose of energy that is going to stay with us a piece of it forever. And and I say it forever because the regular star moved into, Aqu- not Aquarius, moved into Virgo a while back, actually a couple years ago. But nobody really talks about it because it's been in Leo for like 500 years. And it's really only at zero degrees Virgo. But it's going to be at zero degrees Virgo for like another 60 years because it's still going to be in Virgo for like another 500 years. Okay. So it takes that long for it to move through the system. Now, Regulus is what we consider the heart of the lion. Well, and I was saying that what I'm being given from spirit is like they're taking the lion from the lion's gate, the idea of it, and he's handing his scepter over, his crown over to the little girl who would be Virgo. What's happening is is he's saying it's now your turn and you're taking the energy of that heart, that purity, that soulfulness, the courageous lion itself, and we've taken that part away from the lion and we've actually injected it into Virgo. The reason you've never been feeling it before is it's kind of like what we like to call shadow energy. It's not shadow energy, but it's similar to it is the way it was explained to me when I was doing astrology. So the idea of what you've known as Virgo all of your life is no longer what Virgo will be. And Virgo is starting to, you know, if you had taken the idea of it being in shadow and it went direct, it's actually in the cusp and it's starting to mature and grow further in, even though it's going to take another 60 years before it even gets to one degree. Virgo is starting to feel the regular star within it and starting to understand what its new task is going to come to be and understand that there's changes going on here and you're feeling it in your life in some way or another because all of us have Virgo in our chart in some way. It's at least one of your houses. So something about that energy we all are starting to feel. Virgo typically is the detail-oriented supervisor of your life. It's the lie detector, it's the finger pointer, it's the troubleshooter. But on a universal standpoint, it is your everyday daily mundane tasks. It's your patterns. It's your uh, it's, it's your daily routine. So where you're used to looking at all of these ideas from more of a dry standpoint. And when I say dry, I mean it's used to being more logical. Let me think my way through this. What is the proper organization here? What is the lie detector? What is the truth? What is what is the truth? What is the lie? What is the organization? Let me troubleshoot the situation and figure it out. Where it used to be all about logic, now you're mixing it with emotions. 
because the heart of the lion is now there. You've added a new roar, a new compassion, a new energy that is starting to come in and change the way Virgo looks at everything that it's organizing. Because now it's not just organizing from an a logical standpoint of what's right and wrong within these relationships. And Virgo speaks to you about what you consume. It's your very diet. And I keep saying to everybody, it's speaking to you about your diet, yes, and your health, yes. But on an energetic level, it speaks to you about what you consume, your people, places, things. And what are you consuming within those very energies, the people that you're around, the places that you go, the things that you do? It's asking you within these daily routines and your organization idea of these routines, well, does this serve my heart and soul? Does this serve me? Is this healthy for me? Is this something that helps me illuminate me and have a healthier life from a emotional standpoint, a positive standpoint, where Virgo never really gave a shit about that before. Virgo was like, this is this, this is that, and you need to move this over here, and you need to do this, and you should be eating this, and you should not be doing this, and na 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 And now all of a sudden, a whole new level of emotions and, and stuff has come into the way Virgo is looking at these routines. And are the routines speaking to the heart of the lion, which now resides in Virgo. So this is what Spirit was explaining is the flat line in a form because this regular star is starting to like awaken and speak to Virgo. Plus, it, we have to understand that you have the North Node, not the North Node, you have the North Star, which is, I'm being given it straight across the bottom of the board. You have the North Star, which is in Gemini, and it never moves. This is speaking to you of one of the guardians of the pole, telling, trying to help you understand where you're not soulfully connecting, and it's not connecting with these routines, and what is going against your patterns, because you're consuming the wrong energies, and it's unhealthy for you. And and that is all speaking to, like like I said, the, the North Star is all about taking the proper seed and putting the seed in the ground and planting the seed so that the new communication of what you're trying to grow grows and matures positively because that's in your communication house on a universal standpoint. Then you go into cancer. Everybody keeps saying that, you know, the lion's gate is over and who cares about the serious star anymore? We only care about it once a year. That's so wrong. That's so wrong. The serious star is still sitting on top of that North Node. And that's, you know, the North Node teaches you everything you need to know in order to move forward about your inner emotional security at this time. With the serious star there is talking to you about the very God's consciousness, your inner Godding, your higher self's consciousness and the Thor's hammer of what you're not getting right about that inner emotional security. So you got two of them slapping you with that regular star that's trying to activate all of this other energy going on in Virgo because you've got a shit ton of Virgo going on this whole month or at least until mid-month when they start to shift. You know, and then you have the, the in Leo, you have the other two um guardians of the pole there, which are asking you, are you enjoying life? Are you truly happy with life? Are you creating the life you want? Are you doing this right? Or are you missing it? 
Then we come into Virgo, where that's where the flat line takes place. So that energy right off the bat has been hitting very hard. You must understand also, you have in, in Virgo at this time, you have Mercury, Venus, Mars, the Sun, and Ura. And this is sacrificing commitment. This is sensitivity. This is masculine male energy. It's feminine and male energy. Emotional, sensitive, passion, action, aggression, sacrifice, commitment, the sun illuminating it, you know, and then the extra communication. And Virgo is just talking to everybody this week, letting it all be known exactly what is right and what is wrong. And now that I have the heart of the lion and I need to organize this and this and this and where I've been doing it, it's not working that way anymore because now all of a sudden I'm emotionally inclined to have to change it all. Da 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 da. And it's definitely having these energies. And up until the seventh, you have, up until the seventh in astrology, we have Othala, which is in astrology. Othala in the rooms is sacred space. So it's asking you, are you starting to figure out what's sacred yet? Are you starting to figure out what's sacred yet? Are you going to be able to get right with what's sacred by truly getting to the depths of the shit you've been denying yourself? And the way that that's created is Pisces energy with Lilith and with Neptune in that universal 12th house is not getting along with Jupiter and Sagittarius, which is coming right back down to Virgo and not getting along with it. So that's that sixth house, that's the ninth house, and that's the twelfth house. Again, I'm saying that has a big portion to do with your skeletons in your closet, your grief, your sorrow, your shame, your blame, your secrets that you keep hidden even from yourself. And the higher self is trying to make you acknowledge where, in a form, you're screwing up. You're not being honest and true and deep with yourself so that you have to start changing these routines and be healthy for you. But the positive thing is Neptune is talking to the North Star and not North Star, the North Node and the Sirius Star trying to tell you, you can have this inner emotional security if you'd only believe in it. But it goes right back up and questions those rules, laws, and boundaries because you only have until until the 18th when Saturn goes direct. And October, October, I think you have Pluto, which is going to go direct. Saturn is your rules, walls, and boundaries. It's your withholdings and your limitations. <clears throat> and in this case, it's speaking to you of setting the new foundation because you have to learn to speak up. You have to learn to speak up and speak for what you want so that you can set those new boundaries. And until the 18th, it's kind of in shock going, well, have you figured out what's sacred yet? Why haven't you figured out what's sacred? Because on the 18th, I need to know. So I start setting the proper foundation. <clears throat> so it's kind of slapping you on the head going, what haven't you looked at? What haven't you looked at? We need we need to reevaluate. We need to reevaluate really, really bad. But you also have Uranus, which is talking to all this energy in Virgo, which is helping you from that skeleton in the closet idea 
of your self-worth, your self-value, your self-esteem, start to grow and mature and help you find new independence, individuality, uniqueness, and freedom because <laughs> it's sitting in the bull energy. It's sitting in the abundance of self-worth, self-value, and self-esteem. It's Taurus energy. It is patient and willing to take the chance to learn these lessons. And that is your Athala. And it's been there up, it'll be there up until the seventh, that energy will. But on the fourth, you also have a grand trine, which is all emotional water energy. This can be very positive, but I'm also seeing Tawaz in the astrology all week too. So this could be a little bit of warrior energy coming in, meaning you have to stand your ground. You have to speak your truth because Tawaz is not allow, I'm not going to allow you to just not speak your truth this week. Tawaz is the warrior God. Um, but you have the grand trine in Pisces and Scorpio, because on the fourth, the moon will be going through Scorpio, talking over to Pisces, you know, with Lilith and Neptune, and then coming down to that serious star again and to uh, Cancer. I mean, Cancer, into the North Node, telling you everything you need to learn about the relationships and the rules within these relationships. Are the relationships fair? Are they valid? Are they just? Basically. And Scorpio being the moon, being in Scorpio, if it's not just, if it's a poor guided relationship, if there are not joint efforts and joint resources on the fourth, there's a good chance it'll show itself. But this should be a positive, harmonious energy that helps you to move forward in a positive way. The only way that you're not is if you're in full-on denial of yourself and the situations. But yet, you do still have that T-square, I mean, not T-square, you still have that Othala energy in there asking you to really look at the depths, go past your normal idea of yourself and start seeing into your own skeletons in the closets because this is all about the stuff that you have not been able to heal and you have to heal it, especially now that Regulus has moved into Virgo. And it's not going to let up, especially until that north node starts to move away from that serious star. And you're going to be there for a hot little minute. All right. So there's definitely energies that are going on making issues for you. But there's a lot of positivity. Tawaz, on the other hand, like I said, is in astrology. And this is... <clears throat> This is the warrior God. So this is the universal 12th house, which is definitely fighting all of those routines that you have, all of that energy you consume on a daily basis. Have you been consuming, you know, people, places, and things that are not good for you, and you just, maybe you didn't know it, maybe you didn't realize it, but you're going to start realizing it, and you're going to start realizing the people who are not good for you, the people who are lying to you, the people who are using you, and keeping your routines in a form that helps them and don't help you, because it is also speaking to Saturn, not Saturn, to Jupiter, which is that ninth house trying to magnify that information and Uranus speaking about where are you not able to be your true self? Where are you not able to get in touch with your independence, your individuality, your uniqueness, your freedom, your self-worth, your self-value, your self-esteem? So all of these things that are keeping you from being able to find your true innermost harmony are going to be pushing your buttons. 
Because that's the Tawaz energy. That's the warrior coming out and he's saying, I'm not taking this shit anymore. It's time for you to realize what has to soulfully change in how you organize your life so that it fits the heart and soul. Because we're no longer allowed to just be logical about this. It only works if you add the heart and the soul to it. So that is pretty much a lot of the energy that's coming in for this week. I mean, you're going to see most of this go on through most of the month. There are positives there. But like I said, that Tawaz is not going to be letting up easy. With that being said, I love you guys and tune in next week. Oh, you're done? Yeah, I think I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I'm done rattling on and rattling on. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Well, goodbye, everybody, and uh, may all your journeys be safe ones. Please remember to uh, subscribe to Lady Stars and Fire's YouTube channel. It's, Yay, thank you. Uh, what is it listed as? It's I'm, Just go into YouTube and look up Lady Stars and Fire. You'll find me. All right. You can check out my YouTube channel, Hill Hippie. Uh, find us on Patreon. You know, get a, gain access to the, uh, the full video versions of the episodes. They're worth it. Or get our t-shirts, man. They're cool, too. Yeah. Uh, go to... Uh, teespring.com slash stores slash otherland dreams. You can also go right onto my website, ladystarsoffire.com and find all of that. There you go. Bye, guys. <laughs> Sweet dreams. Come now, my darling. Let's step back in time with me for a spell. Back to when the wild things they were not for sale. And what was sacred had not yet been forgotten.